Hello and welcome to another episode of the Successful Hunt Ownership Show with your host Richard McKenzie out of the greater Cincinnati area. And today's episode is one for the investors, one for the listing agents or buyer's agents who are going to be dealing with, let's say, a duplex. And let's say you hope you have found a diamond in the rough and the house has been vacant for a long time. And yes, I do understand that vacant houses these days that are in great condition are pretty few and far between. But that being said, sometimes you stumble across one if you are a visionary, if you are somebody who can see past the dust, past the stuff lying around, past the wet spots on the ceiling, and you don't get distracted by that stuff. Instead, you look at the bones of the building. You look at the way that the land lays. You look at the foundation from the outside. And as an inspector, that's what happened on this most recent duplex. Vacant for up to, well, let's just say multiple years. Uh, Fewer than seven and more than three. I'll just say that. And the house been sitting a long time and the utilities were not on, right? So the electric had to be turned on at the electrical panels. Water main had to be turned on. Ooh, yeah, you turned the water main on. Well, yeah, there's risks there and I'll talk about that, okay. So, and in inspecting this property, you try to find out about as much about the history of it as possible. Sometimes you have to do some forensic analysis. So again, I'm really pushing this podcast to you buyer's agents who are looking for things for your investors, or if you are a buyer's agent and you are investing in properties yourself, you want to flip a property. You want to find a property that just really is going to do well. And when you are investing, you're compartmentalizing things. Do you need to renovate the kitchen or kitchens if it's a duplex or four family? Do you need to renovate the bathrooms? Are these complete tear outs? What's, What's salvageable? What about the hardwood floors? It's really hard to find a property where the hardwood floors are in such bad shape that they can't be redone. A lot of flippers, I think mistakenly, just go right over the top of hardwood floors with some real low-end crappy vinyl or or snap-together laminate, and it just looks crappy, okay? I'll just say that. So in this particular house, walking around from the outside, there were no foundation cracks. The house is from 19... 60 and in 1960 they had started doing brick veneer so i expected to see brick veneer brick veneer if for those who don't know is is typically even at that time in 1960 wouldn't have even had weep holes they started using weep holes years later and um and then the property had uh it, it would have had brick veneer which is one one course of brick okay But structural brick, which is full brick, would have every sixth row 
you would have a tie brick perpendicular in linking the two together and behind that you have another course of bricks you have two courses of brick thick with a three-quarter inch or so air gap in the middle typically the walls were not insulated that is a drawback sometimes people want to blow in some insulation and, and that's good I did that at my house it works very well that being said there were no brick cracks how do you have a house that's 63 years old okay 63 years old and has no brick cracks has no foundation cracks how does that happen well you get the 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 most the coldest pour p-o-u-r of concrete you are the first delivery from the concrete plant in the morning you have the best crew you have the best mason you have the best designer of the land who grades the land so perfectly that water runs away I did not have to tell this investor to regrade anything to add topsoil anywhere because the land is draining perfectly. <clears throat> so, and, and inside there is no standing water in the basement. There's no sign of any uh, water that has come in from previous. So what, what was wrong with this property, Richard? What, what things were, what things needed help? Well, all right, so... There was a add-on sunroom on the first floor, which when I went out on it, was able to get on the roof at the second floor of it. And that enabled me to get on my ladder and it really wasn't that difficult to get on the roof. Now, we were told that the roof was only about 10 years old. This is true. However, what's gonna happen if a property has been left vacant and you don't do anything with it, which is hence the term vacant, and uh, undeferred or, or deferred maintenance what happens is you get all around it vegetation <clears throat> that causes issues so tree branches overhanging the house provide an interstate for raccoons and squirrels and etc raccoons being bigger than squirrels if a raccoon gets first dibs the raccoons or raccoon Maybe it was one, I don't know. There was only enough feces in there in the attic that I thought was just one. <clears throat> but it had demolished the ridge vent of this 10-year-old house. Maybe the ridge vent wasn't installed that well, but it had chewed a hole in one end of the ridge vent and it set up shop in the attic, which also, of course, allows water to get in and there were some wet spots on the ceilings in various places, which by the way, this house was plaster, not drywall or sheetrock, plaster, built very, 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 very well, okay? Probably one of the best built, maybe top five best built structures that I've inspected in 15 years. <clears throat> so it was pretty surprising so again, the, the raccoon had done a job on the ridge vent and no other roof issues outside of the fact that the ridge vent had been all chewed up and basically dug a hole around it and, and needs obviously to be replaced and some, some good flashing work done. There was a wet spot around the chimney um, and the chimney flashing when I tested it with the moisture meter, it showed dry, but I saw, so I don't really know if it is from previous 
or from the current roof. It's hard to tell. Sometimes with these types of things, if somebody replaces a roof, they don't go inside because they aren't setting up shop anymore and they're not occupying the property. And for whatever reason, they moved out, <clears throat> which I do have my theories as to why they moved out. Um, and uh, uh, so it left some wet spots on the ceilings. In fact, there were three of them on the second floor. And those need to be repaired. <clears throat> that being said, so the roof, after the roof repair is done, you've got a roof that probably has another 10, 15 years, which is great for an investor. Okay, so you spend some money on the roof. Then um, you do some internal repairs after you have determined for a while that there's no more uh, moisture intrusion. And then you do the plaster repair. And, and, and one of these is on a cove ceiling. So you're gonna need to find, they're gonna need to find somebody who is good with that type of detail work who can make those curves look, look like, like they were there the whole time and not like somebody had repaired it. So those need to be done. And, uh, and the bathrooms need to be totally, uh, I would say the piping, plumbing ripped out and redone. And because um, the plumbing had been sitting for close to five years. So, and we'll address that. What do you do <clears throat> when you have plumbing that's been sitting for that long? Well, number one, you definitely get a sewer scope. Why do you get a sewer scope? because the plumbing's been sitting for five years and crap inside pipes and toilet paper and other stuff just turns to concrete and things deteriorate and as trees get bigger and you don't use the piping, when you don't use it, it deteriorates. Well, that doesn't make sense. Well, I'm sorry. It's inverted logic, but it is, it is what it is. And uh, plumbing needs to be reused over and over and over for it to stay good, okay? That's just the truth of the matter. So the, the uh, sewer scope yielded some deterioration on the sewer line, so that's going to need a pretty multiple thousand dollar repair. And then <clears throat> when we decided to turn the water main on with the permission of the buyer, um, then the uh, uh, plumbing, there was a one toilet missing and the supply line for that toilet um, happened to be uh, the valve for it, okay, for filling the toilet tank was seized, meaning corroded so much from mineral deposits that you couldn't turn it either way. So we took a chance that it was in the off position when in fact it was not. Who leaves a valve in an on position open with nothing attached? I don't know. That's kind of dumb, but that's what it was. So water shot out for a few seconds of running. We had to stop the water and we concluded from also a second floor leak in the wall that any sink plumbing, <clears throat> any shower inside the shower behind the tile plumbing, and, and you can put in used tiles to replace areas where you cut in and, and pull out some tile. I've actually done it in both of my bathrooms in my house where you can actually find tiles at various places, some of these Habitats for Humanity and other places that sell used stuff. And you can have some <clears throat> pretty nice matching decorative center around the new plumbing fixtures 
it really looks pretty artistic if you do it well. Okay, so it's not that big a deal to cut a hole in, but 1960, you're gonna have about an inch thick with the uh, metal lathe behind it. So cutting into the wall is definitely gonna take one of those reciprocating blades and you'll probably wear out several blades doing it before you get to the plumbing. So you can put in the new, <clears throat> um, the new valves and uh, that's pretty tricky and you really need a good plumber for that, okay? I've done it in my house. You do have to have a really good plumber. All right, so the bathrooms need to be redone. New toilets, um, I said new tub, new shower fixtures, new plumbing for that. And, and then um, all the plumbing that goes down to the basement for the four inch drain, drain pipe. Um, anything galvanized steel, cut it out, replace it. If it's copper, and there were some copper strands in uh, two inch and three and four, I believe, um, those things are really hard to make a case to replace. Sometimes they can be augered out by a plumber and reused and then you can at the bathrooms you can kind of plumb from there and uh, save salvage the copper because it is so good <clears throat> so hopefully that's the case um, my mind is like a pinball machine so pardon me if I jump around topics jumping topics here but I'm gonna go back to the roof for a second because the chimney is very important when it comes to plumbing and to HVAC furnace specifically both furnaces, one's 28, one's 35. They need to be replaced. Okay. Both ACs, same age, matching pair. So you replace the ACs, you replace the furnaces. The furnaces, of course, get replaced in this day and age with the high efficiency ones. And then, therefore, you've eliminated half the use of the chimney. So what's the other half use of the chimney? Ah, the water heaters, which were gas. So if you replace those with electric water heaters, you hence, therefore, heretofore, eliminate the need to have the chimney for any use because there is no fireplace in this house. So there was some need for tuck pointing and putting a new mortar cap on the chimney, which probably can be instead patched on the chimney cap. And if you install the metal chimney cap on it, over it, wrap the whole chimney, you essentially have no need for the chimney. You've eliminated any, any deterioration of water for that mortar cap <clears throat> and you save a whole lot of money. So as an investor there are some ways to save money without doing it cheaply and uh, leaving your house uh, in, in, in disrepair. Okay so that leads me to the water heaters again. So if they're electric do you have enough um, electrical supply for the house to have electric water heaters. Yes, you do. This house had 200 amps coming in, split off into two 100 amp panels. Each of them, guess what, are of the uh, Federal Pacific Stab Lock model, which of course was recalled and thusly needs to be replaced. And the external on the back side of the house, sun damaged uh, service entry coming in has all been rotted by the sun and that needs to be replaced as well so you've got a new electrical drop two new panels two new um, uh, probably 30 amp each for the water heaters that need to be run uh, from that 
from the water heaters to the panels in the ba- on the basement ceiling. All that can be done by a qualified licensed electrician. And therefore, um, for the long run, if you can see and visualize this, you actually are going to save a whole lot of money in maintenance if you start off really well with you don't have to have future maintenance for your chimney. You, you're starting out with uh, two new furnaces, two new uh, ACs, two new water heaters. <clears throat> and while you're putting money up front and the bathroom renovations and then the plaster, you are going to have something of a superbly well-built house that is going to be a good uh, low-maintenance endeavor going forward. So, you investors out there, look not at the internals of the, of the house so much as uh, the foundation and what you have, the bones of the property. Do you have big cracks that need to be repaired? Those are things that are high risk. Um, do you see areas of uh, where maybe you have a boiler with a whole bunch of uh, pipe duct, uh, piping that's wrapped in it, asbestos? And you've got mold all over the walls in the basement. What I'm saying is this property did not have those, okay? Um, And it's it's very important to look for those sorts of things. Those things add up, especially when you get permission, or excuse me, when you get um, certificates and, and licenses and so forth from the cities to get things remediated, those costs do add up. Uh, special dumpsters for asbestos tile roofs that have to be replaced or um, <clears throat> other things of that nature. So this property didn't have that sort of stuff. Didn't even have any termite damage. Um, at the left side of the house, which was covering the air conditioners, which provided a highway for the raccoon and <clears throat> um, other things, there was a, a vacant lot that had tree limbs overhanging, vines on the house, and a whole bunch of honeysuckle that needed to be all cut down, removed, so you can clear a good 10 to 15 to 20 foot path around the house. That helps with security. It helps keep uh, carpenter ants, termites, moisture away from the house, as well as the uh, pests that like to jump on the roof and dig holes in, um, and so forth. Oh, I will say that a lot of the windows do need to be replaced, even though they're vinyl. Some of them are metal, but uh, a lot of them dropped when they were open. And they're probably 30-year-old windows, so that's about the time to replace those. I would say this would be the second set of windows from the property from the 63 years ago when, um, <clears throat> when it was built. So what do we have in summary? We have a property that if one were evaluating properties to invest in, they would take a lap around the house outside, look up and look down. Look at the the outside, was there any driveway issues that are big expenses of, of repaving? What does the roof look like? What does the foundation look like? How does water run towards the house or away from the house? Is the basement full of mold or not? What does the plumbing look like? How long has it been vacant? Uh, what do you have to replace that you know of? Can you size up the furnace and air conditioner? I mean, if they look ancient, then assume they're ancient. Um, what about electric? What about recalled panels? 
Um, now with this house as well, with the electric, there's a lot of GFCI needs, all of the bathroom sinks, all the kitchen sink areas, and in the basement. These things need to be GFCI'd because pretty much the entire house was the original wiring, all ungrounded, and there's also ways to make the outlets safe in the outlets that are just um, normal two-prong outlets. You can GFCI those as well. So there are ways that a licensed electrician can deal with all that and then keep you and your tenants safe. Of course, one of the things, one of the objectives is to have your tenants safe, also to set them up in a situation where you are not negligent on things, so you don't want them suing you for anything. So fire extinguishers, smoke detectors, um, carbon monoxide detectors, these things are all very important. Trip hazards, railings, uh, things of that nature are all very important. So. I think what we ended up with with this property was an overall winner. Um, it took some eyes of recognizing quality and seeing a future finished product. And in that regard, I think it was it has the big potential to be a success. Um, and I hope you investors and buyers agents and listing agents, you know, a listing agent perspective, if you're going to list a property that's been vacant for a long time, know what kind of buyer you're after go after that type of buyer an investor somebody that knows it's going to be something they're going to have to put some money in um, capital expense to or not expense but sunk cost capital uh, investment to get a return on that investment versus somebody who's buying it and move in ready well do i have to put any money in this before i can put my first tenant in there uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. That's not the type of buyer you're going after. Uh, a lot of listing agents are able to find investors and, and get these things sold before they even list them. So that's even the better a better scenario. So um, hopefully this has provided some good information to help you be more successful. And until our next episode, this has been the successful Home Ownership Show with your host, Richard McKenzie, out of the greater Cincinnati area. And remember, if you have any pictures or anything that you want to ask, Richard at firstinspections.com. That is uh, the number one ST at the, in, at the beginning, and inspections is plural. And until our next episode, thank you for listening.